Sir Algernon? Mr. Graham, do come in. I have here your manuscript, The Wind in the Willows, by Kenneth Graham. You read it, sir, cover to cover. And? And Methuen is very interested in publishing this book. We want The Wind in the Willows to be the title of 1908, and we wanted to have Methuen Publishing stamped on the cover. Well, fantastic news. I love this book, Mr. Graham. Methuen loves this book. Unreservedly. Splendid. One reservation. Yes. The, the talking, talking animals. animals. Exactly. The talking animals. I understand it's a leap, sir. And Lord knows every other publisher in town thinks so. But it is the core of the book and... Hush. Hush. I like the talking animals. Methuen likes the talking animals. You do? Oh, Sir Algernon, I am relieved. For it is the central conceit of my novel that animals display human characteristics. Let me be straight here, Mr. Graham. Talking animals. Fine. Yes. I buy it. One sane man wouldn't. But here's the rub. These animals talk to each other. I'm confused. A toad chewing the fat with his fellow toad friend. Naturally. A mole speaking loves poetry to his lady moles. Of course. But a badger and a rat engaging in debate. Do you take me for a fool? It's a fantasy, sir. I should bloody well think so. Plausibility has been stretched. There's no rubber band that could withstand its pull. Animals of all breeds and species sitting together speaking the Queen's blooming English. Maybe if they each were speaking their own creatures' languages, referring to translation guides for advice, uh, perhaps I... No, no, it's not believable. An animal has not the intellect to learn so many languages. Uh, please hold a moment, Sir Algernon. I don't mean to imply anything about animals or their composition. Simply that, in the reality of this book, animals converse to each other freely and in English. Not in fact, simply just in the reality of this book. So you are saying that in the reality within which this book exists, animals may speak to each other? Exactly. But I hold a copy of this book. In my reality, this book exists. I mean the reality within the book. In this reality? The reality where this book exists? Animals talk? No. Dare it be true? No. How have I never noticed? No. People must think old Sir Algernon quite the fool, walking around and never stopping to chat with his animal friends. Oh, as a boy I had a parrot. We named her Polly. And she would speak. Oh, but I, blinded by convention, and I know now stymied by ignorance, never spoke back. You're being silly. Hush. It starts now. I have much time to make up. Master Halliday, my dog. Very good, Mr. Methuen. Tinkerbell, how do you do? My name is Algernon, Sir Algernon Methuen. He's not answering. Hmm. Uh, I said, Tinkerbell, how do you do? You said animals could speak English. Sir Algernon, your dog cannot talk. Oh, cruel fate! All my life I did not know animals could talk, and when I finally learned otherwise, I discover my own pet is a mute. Or worse, mentally defective. 
Your dog is not disabled. Alas, I cannot love a cripple. If only your owner were more tolerant, Tinkerbell, then perhaps you would not have to be thrown to the sewers, condemned to live a life spent with the rats. <laughs> the talking rats! <laughs> Animals can't talk. Then your book is a deception and I shall have to call the constabulary. Animals can talk. Then your book is truthful and must be published. Uh, thank you, sir. My secretary will draw up the contract. The Wind in the Willows by Kenneth Graham. Proudly published by Methuen Publishing. I'm quite excited, Mr. Graham. Methuen is excited. I am too, Sir Algernon. Please dispose of this puppy on your way out. You've been listening to The Sexy Detectives Present. For more podcast episodes, sketches, and show information, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and find us on the web at thesexydetectives.com.